G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Well, rugby season is officially here with the Super Rugby preseason firing up tonight with Moana Pacifica taking on the Chiefs at uh, Mount Smart, which will be shown on Sky Sport. Money is also being raised for the Tongan Relief Fund. Folks, you can donate at moanapacifica.co.nz slash donate. News came out yesterday that Invercargill is being shunned in favour of Dunedin to host the Super Rugby Pacifica matches. Uh, the Stewart Island thing was just a joke. A man who knows all about leaving Invercargill behind for the bright lights of Dunedin, uh, I guess, is, is Jeff Wilson, former All Black. Uh, I, 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 I look at this, uh, Jeff. Good morning to you. Happy New Year. I, I look at this and I think, I, I think Forsyth Bar under under the lights uh, and under the roof is probably a pretty good option, don't you? Yeah, like I think common sense. And look, if you're trying to pr- uh, produce the best games of footy, there's no doubt Invercargill and Rugby Park is a good surface. Now they've worked hard down there to, you know, to provide uh, through NPC a quality place to play, but. Uh, in terms of all the facilities for the players, uh, the surface being guaranteed, look, in the contest you're going to get, um, there's no doubt going there. Look, you didn't mention Stuart Island. I'll tell you what, good bit of feet of blue cards, some oysters down there wouldn't be half bad. I'll tell you what, I wouldn't be taking the ferry across. I can tell you that for a fact I'd be flying. But look, would... this is, this is the, the start of something new, right? We've got a couple of new teams. It's time to kick this thing off, and let's just hope we can get a full competition. Well, we get a taste of it tonight, Jeff, uh, and uh, it's it's great. It's great. We're going to see Moana Pacifica. Uh, have only had a little bit of time together compared to the other squads in terms of their history, etc. But uh, how do you think uh, they're going to match up initially? Look, I mean, you'd be crazy to think they're going to go out there and win this competition. What what we've seen historically across across the globe when you introduce new franchises, new teams, it takes them a while to settle in, and they've done a very, I think, a, a good job of putting together a squad that's going to be competitive. It's unfortunate the way things have worked out, the fact they're going to have to play all of the New Zealand teams early on, so straight away, rather than getting a little bit of a taste from New Zealand and Australia. There'll be no respite here in New Zealand, unfortunately, for them. But when you've been able to bring into your squad the likes of a Christian Lealofano, Captain Sakopi Kipu, you know, when you've got that sort of experience, it'll just help lead these other players and show them what the expectations will be. But it's going to be tough. They're going to need some time. I think there's enough there, though. There's enough ability that if they can stay healthy, they'll be able to improve through the course of the season, and they'll challenge a number of teams. Yeah, and the the interesting thing for me about this is uh, if we look behind the scenes ever so slightly, I mean, uh, Super Rugby franchises uh, have got quite a history about them now. There's quite a feeling about them, quite a following. Uh, but Moana Pacifica's history, whilst it's not so much in rugby, it is deep in their culture. And uh, I, I sense from what we're hearing coming out of the group and the little chats we've had to, to various players, coaches, etc., is that's very deep in the way they are going to approach this. Absolutely. And, and they're going to use that culture to, to, to drive their success, and particularly early on, because when there are going to be tough times, they're going to need to fall onto that culture to keep the positivity up. But in saying that, you, you just don't know that if they hit the ground running, there's a number of teams you know, that won't have their All Blacks in the first couple of rounds. So it means that they might see that as their opportunity to make a statement early on. The, the interesting thing for me will be how they play, because... Aaron Major and their coaching team have the decision to make, do they just play like another New Zealand franchise when a lot of these guys have come out of 
NPC teams, or do they show a flair and a talent that they naturally have, and do they get the balance of, you know what, we're going to be different to the other New Zealand teams? To be fair, if you watched, there's a lot of similarities about how the New Zealand teams play. If they break away from that, I think that will suit them better. It'll certainly, um, you know, I, I think it'll, it'll, it'll attract uh, a, a different fan base. And, and look, what they're having to do is that they're having to manufacture a, a performances earlier on in, in uh, uh, their tenure as a super rugby franchise. And look, at the, the first couple of t- uh, years is going to be tough. The good side for me, Smitty, is the fact that each year there'll be more players around the globe that become available, or even here in New Zealand through other super rugby teams, they come off contract. So they'll have more scope to contract more players and and other players. And and as they get that, they'll strengthen. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it, Jeff. I think it's uh, it's going to be a breath of fresh air, a real challenge. But I'm so looking forward to to watching it. And that, that of course, begins tonight. Let's look at uh, perhaps uh, two or three of the other uh, franchises. There's seen so much talk about RTS, of course, Roger Tuovasa-Shek. Now we're hearing he's at 12. Uh, amongst a, a Blues backline that looks very, very potent all of a sudden. Look, I spent a lot of time um, a couple of days ago going through all of the squads across both uh, here and, and uh, uh, across the Tasman and Australia. And look, it's very much a lot of the status quo here in New Zealand. You know, the Crusaders are, are, are the Crusaders. The, the way they've been for a number of years, they've got... Strong depth. They've got talented playmakers. Once again, though, we don't know when Richie Moonga is going to hit the field and hit the ground running. All of these guys had big years last year, so how how much of a challenge is it going to be for them? The Blues look. They've they've, they've really strengthened their squad, and they've lost Patrick Tupolotu, which is certainly going to be very very difficult to replace. Luke Romano's come north, but how much of a how much game time he's going to get on a consistent basis? I'm not I'm not sure. Look, it's going to be a rock star backline. Um, there's going to be players who have got points to prove. You know, the likes of Hoskins Satutu and Akira Iwani needing to take that step back up again um, in Super Rugby to prove to Ian Foster and his, his team that they are the guys for the black jersey, you know. So I think there's there's a lot of talking points. Um, you know, the back line, like you say, Roger Tuovasa-Shek is... Look, the, the reports are impressive. Um, it was great to see him come and do some media uh, last week, talk about the fact he's nervous. It's going to still be... There'll still be that feeling out um, because you can train as hard as you like, you can put yourself in competitive situations, but when push comes to shove, there's no doubt he's going to be under um, scrutiny. But I tell you what, he is some sort of talent. He was some sort of player for the Warriors, and I think he's got everything at, uh, that, that um, you know everyone's talking about. It's there. So I'm, I'm excited to see that. Across the other, if you look at it, I mean, I think, Smithy, you know, because it's status quo, the same thing. The Chiefs and the Hurricanes will be incredibly competitive, and your Highlanders will be underdogs again but they'll find a way to stay competitive. There's a sort of balance across a lot of this comp, but in the end, the Crusaders and Blues, on paper, still stand out. How's the early rounds going to play out then, Jeff? Uh, there has been, as we've said, uh, a bit of history of, of willingness to play at home, the desire to play at home. Well, that's not going to be the case, basically, except for the, the Highlanders, although it'll be in an empty stadium. So how, how do you see uh, the effect on these squads playing on neutral venues? Do you see much of one? Um... No, no, not really. I, you know, I think uh, even when, when you, you talk to them when they had to play in uh, empty crowds, uh, once they got inside the white lines, um, uh, they just got on with it. And the quality of football was really strong, and that obviously wasn't last year, the year before. You know, but but they, they sort of just got down the business of playing. They're competitive athletes. They want to win. Um, you know, the fact that their, their pre-season has been disrupted um, with, 
this travel and all of these challenges and they'll be getting tested and um, on a daily basis, um, isolating themselves into a bubble, it may have some sort of effect. And then, of course, you know, travelling on game day. Um, and, and if you are playing in Dunedin, that's going to be a, a, a significant round trip. So dealing with all of that, um, whether or not it takes a little bit of an edge off things, and then I think you'll see that sides that are mentally tough, that can keep themselves well and truly focused, can get themselves emotionally up for the games. And so that, that to me, will be critical. I, I think you might see some upsets early, but just for the nature of, of what we're dealing with and the fact that a number of All Blacks are not going to be available. They're just that they're not going to be ready to contribute and play. So you get the balance of that. I mean, I think, uh, you know, I, I, I think we'll see good ta- contests. Um, interesting, I had a good chat to Chris Pollock, who coaches the, um, who's the professional referee coach, and you know, there's a number of key drivers they've got this year to try and, you know, as, as always, create some space in the game and speed the game up. So I think we should look for that as well. Um, setting of scrums of, 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 is, is the intent is to, for that to be done quicker, um, more intent about line-outs. They're trying to play, uh, want the game to be played with a little bit more speed and, and, and a little bit more space. So they're going to work hard on that. So you may see once again the, the, the players... I mean, a lot of this comes down to attitude to me, Smithy. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. I'd like to think they're going out there, you know... I, I just remember last year when they played the Trans-Tasman, right? They went over there, and because they went in search of bonus points, because they thought they needed them, the New Zealand teams, to make the final, all of a sudden we started to seeing a lot more open affairs. I'm, I'm hoping that we start on that, on that vein, where the, player, the teams go out, and rather than every game being a test match, it's, uh, or let's get ourselves and, and let's really show our attacking prowess. And I know the referees are, are, are definitely on board with that. Oh, that's great news to hear, Jeff. Look, you mentioned before about uh, Ian Foster and his group keeping an eye on uh, of this competition um, very, very closely for uh, the, those players on the fringe, etc., that they might look to include. Uh, Jeff, uh, last we heard about uh, the All Black Selection Group as such, or coaching group, they were going into a review system. We've heard nothing from that. Have you heard anything, uh, any likely changes or uh, or anything come out of that But uh, particular review as such they called it? Oh, look, there's, there's no doubt there's been plenty of discussion. I don't think anything has been definitively um, decided on the back end of it and I'm not even 100% sure it's um, finished. I mean I think in some ways uh, I think they came back to New Zealand and have been given the benefit of time and I know that's a hard one but after spending that much time on the road last year, look I think it's a really hard one isn't it given and what they went through last, last season and, and at the back end of it, they just, they just looked as though they'd come to the end of it. And I know on those end-of-year tours, that's sometimes how it can feel. And it certainly looked that, like that. And we came up against a couple of really good sides. But we haven't heard anything definitive from New Zealand rugby, particularly around the confirmation of those coaches, the, the support coaches. We know Ann Foster is going through until um, to, uh, the next World Cup. And so it'll be very, very interesting to see when all of that comes together, right? And, and when... Those decisions are finalised, and, and you know I would be surprised if they made significant changes. We're getting very, very close now. You know, um, you know, in 18 months' time, we're going to be heading to France, and we need to be prepared and ready. And I think those question marks that they haven't asked and, and, and had them answered by now, um, because look, if you think if they're trying to find new coaches, all the Super Rugby coaches are signed up, right? They're done. I mean, they're they're committed to campaigns. Um, so the, the one. The one big question mark, well, well, we all want to know is what impact Joe Smith's going to have, right? Um, yep. The fact that he's coming into their environment, you know, as a as a selector, I get a sense he's going to be more than that, though. I get a sense that 
you know, he's going to offer more than just being sitting on, you know, a, a selection panel and debate. You know, I, I think he's a rugby coach. I think he wants to have input. Um, and I wouldn't surprise if you don't see that input at the Blues before it then becomes input at the All Blacks. Yeah, I, I tend to agree with it. It's just too valuable a commodity not to get the most out of. Um, Barnes, he's got his competition. Uh, he's got his desire. Yeah. The NPC changes and she's all in. Jeff, she's all in. What do you make of the, the new look? Hey, mate, we've all got what we wanted, right? You wanted it, I wanted yep. it. I mean, the quality of rugby that Hawks Bay played last year, the fact that the Otago have been in the playoffs for a number of years in the championships and the championship, to get ourselves back to what we could have, which is a true national champion on any given year, is, is 100% the right decision. Uh, to the New Zealand rugby's credit, they've listened, right? They've listened to everybody and said, look, this, this is not something there's an appetite for, watching two divisions when you're watching a quality side that's as put themselves together beautifully that, that Taranaki did last year and they don't get a chance to play off for the big title. We're there. I'm excited about it. Yep, I know it's not a true round robin, but the seedings will, you know, give um, teams an opportunity. And now, quarterfinals. Means you, you know, that, that if you're in the race for the eighth spot, you've got a shot, you've got a chance, you know. Um, you've got to win three games in a row. And for me, that, that uh, I think that's going to reinvigorate uh, the NPC. And, and what we have seen too is... You've seen players over the last number of years, they've gone back from their super bases because the financial rewards become less. They've gone back to their provinces and that strengthened the competition across New Zealand. And so all of a sudden, mm. it's a, I think it's a lot more even and teams have got opportunities to, um, to improve and, and, and get better. So I think that's why this is the right move. We've got a competition where not, not 14 teams can win because... That's not how professional sport works. That's not how, you know, there's no competition in the world where every team can win. You know, it just doesn't happen like that. But there is significantly more teams right now. And NPC, yes, Smithy, I'm telling you, uh, I know you'll be excited for Hawks Bay. I'm excited for Otago to be back in the, the running. And I think at the back end of the competition, there'll be a hell of a lot of excitement. Love your enthusiasm, Jeff. Always do. Um, and your input as well. So thanks for your time this morning. All eyes on uh, Moana Pacifica tonight and uh, a nice positive uh, start. No points at stake, but uh, a bit of momentum perhaps they can gain going into the season. Hey, cheers, mate. Always, always a pleasure. Thanks, mate. Look forward to it. Cheers, mate.